Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Athena McCown. We recorded this last week in Port Townsend, Washington. Last chance to sign up for my banjo workshop taking place this Sunday, July 16th at 5 p.m. Pacific. The topic is A-Tunes Up the Neck. It's $40 for an hour and a half workshop and it'll be recorded if you can't make it and want to watch it later. Reach out to me if you can't afford it and want to go and we'll work something out. I also offer a queer discount and free admission for black participants as part of my reparative practice. It's uh, hard to pay reparations on a banjo player's budget, but I'm doing my best out here. Just send me a message on Instagram or something, and I'll start handing out discount codes. Sign up now at CameronDeWitt.com store, which is linked in the show notes. Hope to see you there. All right, enough business. Here's my interview and jam with Athena McCown. Enjoy. People need their closure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Athena McCown, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you for having me. It's welcome great to be here. Welcome back to Get Up in the Cool because <laughs> we just did a half interview and I plugged the microphones into the wrong holes. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to be able to um, pretend that I'm hearing the stories you're telling for the first time. That's so I'm okay. getting that out of the way. Peek behind the curtain. Full disclosure. <laughs> Thanks for uh, being willing to do one and a half interviews with me hey, today. Hey. Good value for money. 
<laughs> so we're here at the Mule Barn. We are Port Townsend. Yep, Fiddle Tunes Festival. How long have you been coming to the Fiddle Tunes Festival? So I first came in 2012, um, and I, it was my first festival. And like honestly, the, so the weather then is. I didn't tell you this before. The weather then was the same as it has been now, where it's just been like super sunny, and it was, mm. I guess. Um, so for Canadians, it was in the 30s. <laughs> for sure, Americans, sure. it was like I don't <laughs> know, 90s, hundreds. <laughs> yeah. Well, 90s and hundreds, you know, for in terms of weather. So it was super hot, and yeah, people were getting sunburned, and it was, you know, which is I. I came and I thought, oh my God, the weather's amazing and there's music everywhere and this is magic and this is going to happen every year and it actually doesn't, it usually rains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, and my friend and I had decided to roll into, uh, yeah, to, into the forest campground at um, Fiddle Tunes and we were just going to check it out for like two days and then I was going to go home and uh, so, yeah, um, and then I didn't, and I had to call my then-boyfriend, fortunately now husband, to say, yeah, um, I missed the ferry. And then the next day, we were having so much fun, and I was sunburnt, and actually I, I got a little bit sunstroke, and I was like, yeah, I can't come today, because I don't feel well. <laughs> and then the next day, my friend Bree Jean took the car into town, and we missed the ferries again, and I, can't, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't come home. <laughs> so, yeah, so my two-day stint turned into you know, the full week, and it was lovely, and in the meantime, my, you know, then boyfriend, now husband, thankfully, uh, he hosted my parents, who were passing through Vancouver, and they had not hung out before, so they had to stay with him, and yeah, yeah get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this move is amazing. My parents and my significant other are meeting for the first time. Oh. And, and it's going to be, I'm saying like, I'm yeah. describing your situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yes. And, and they're, and my significant other is hosting yes. them. I will not be there. And I will <laughs> not be minute. there. I will yeah. not be there, yes. And, and, you're, and you got married. Yes. <laughs> and you're still married today. Yes. That's, I, that's amazing. <laughs> and my parents and Dan have a great relationship and, you know, my parents are very supportive of the music. Um, I mean, they, they got me my first fiddle, which was a family fiddle. So that thing. Oh, uh, like a grandpa, grandma fiddle? A uh, great grandfather fiddle. It's a really good story. Um, yeah, it was, in my, it was in my aunt's um, basement, and then she kind of wanted to have all the family stuff. And then one day my mom was saying, oh, Athena would really like to learn how to play fiddle. I mean, I was in my 20s, and still yearning to play fiddle and not realizing I could just go to a music store and rent one. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> sure. Anyway, and my aunt goes, oh yeah, she can have it. And so my mom's like, she said yes. So she goes over to my cousin's place and says, your mom said she'll give up the fiddle. Wow. I know. And it comes from my great grandfather, um, originally from Germany. Is that it, this one? No. Okay. So I don't take that one to festivals, okay. but that fiddle has a really good story. So you should, uh, I don't know if you want to play tune or... Yeah, let's play tune. Yeah. And, and then, and then <laughs> Next tell the chapter. Story. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So, but before we do that, this was Natchez Under the Hill that we just played. But, oh, yes. But not Natchez. Yes, under the hill. brackets, not Natchez Under the Hill. Yeah. comes from Henry Lee Hudson. And it's a wacky tune. It's crooked in the middle. <laughs> it's not usually crooked. Um, and it changes keys. So it's like it's got the wrong name. It changes keys. It's weirdly crooked. It's squirrely. It 
ticks a all the boxes. A perfect old time tune. A perfect old time <laughs> so tune. Good. It kind of it kind of reminded me a little bit of floppy eared mule with the Maybe. key change. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those tunes are fun. They don't get played a lot, off, you know, often because you know that's kind of mean to the banjo players. But I love tunes, these cotillion tunes that change keys. You know. Be mean to me. Oh. I can take it. Oh, that sounds dirty. <laughs> well, we better play a tune sure. before I say something I regret. And I did really, yeah. I just, I just got that like a couple weeks ago at um, the Couch and Old Time Festival. <laughs> Great tune. Good it's, tune. It's called Barb's Tune, um, and I believe that's because it, it, Barb Zavon played it. Now I don't know that she wrote it. Maybe she sure, did. Sure. But um, certainly, yes, she's from Cincinnati, Ohio. And I just, I heard that tune, and I was like, oh, that's such, such a good tune. What is it? Must record it. And, yeah. and who did you get it from? I got it from Dave Marshall. And and is he does he refer to it as Barb's tune? Yes. 
But does anybody else refer to it as Barb's Tomb? Um, well, funny you should say that. Um, I found it on Slippery Hill under the name Skittles. So I, I contacted, Skittles? Skittles, yeah. So I contacted Larry and I was like, well, I just heard that this is called Barb's Tune yeah. um, from Barb's Avon. And he actually got in contact with her about it. Um, so maybe he's going to find the source. But okay, great. Certainly um, around here it's always Barb's Tune. So. Barb's Tune. Barb's Tune. But maybe yeah. Skittles. No, no, no. That was one that he, he attributed to because he had no name for it. Oh, so yeah. he just kind of goes through uh, candy names for like, I don't know. for tunes that have no names. I don't remember. I, there was a little blurb on his website. Yeah. Yeah. Skills is a good name. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Okay. you know what? It's That's the folk process, right? Absolutely. Right. Barb's <laughs> tune. Yeah. So you have a, a story about oh, great, yeah. great grandpa's great fiddle. fiddle. Yeah, so please. great grandpa's fiddle came over from Germany and exactly <laughs> landed in the um, plains of Alberta and with so my parents, my um, family's all immigrants, um, some from the U.S. and then obviously my great grandfather's from Germany. Mm. So they were homesteading and that fiddle would have been playing square dances mm. and jams because they didn't have a whole ton of, um, you know, I mean, there's no internet, obviously. Yeah. And, and so I actually found a book on the history of that area, and it mentions my family members. Oh. And so my mom's uncle used to, he was a caller. I had no idea. Mm. So he called square dances, and the family were musicians. And my another uncle, he actually strung up a radio using a barbed wire fence. And so they would have music jam. What do you mean? Strung up a radio? So, so, so he, he was like, I guess he was an inventor and he would do all these things. And anyway, he, so he made like a long range radio using a barbed wire fence. So they the had hell? this barbed wire fence radio and they would broadcast. No, I can't. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They I would broadcast their yeah. jams. Oh and, and then they would get postcards from like Texas. Oh my God. <laughs> and all over the place being like, hey, we heard your... Yeah. So, I they're mean, podcasting. They're yeah. podcasting, yeah. exactly, <laughs> off a barbed wire fence That's radio. So, so I, so and I didn't, I mean, we didn't know this in the family. I learned it from yeah. the book. It, it was hilarious to, to find that out. It was like, huh. I've, I've heard stories about this kind of thing where, like, people do a, a DIY radio situation and something, I don't know how radio waves work but apparently like if you're in one location there's like a lot lines where like you know for some reason people in texas can hear it from from canada but maybe not in other areas of the united states i have i have no idea but yeah they i guess they used to get postcards from all over the place saying we were listening to your show wow yeah I love that. Isn't that amazing? That's really great. I know. So, I mean... What kind of tunes were they playing? Well, they probably played... You know, I mean, old time is a pretty wide spectrum, so they probably did a lot of, like, waltzes and shatishes and and hoedowns, breakdowns or whatever. Um, That kind of thing. Yeah. Dancing stuff, for sure. Yeah. So... I would love to, yeah, know what was happening in the uh, mid-20th century... In Alberta. Not a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you look at pictures and you're like, ooh. Yeah, I don't think that's for me. I'm addicted to comfort. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Will you remind me real quick which one Alberta is? So BC is the, on the west. Yeah. So Montana and Alberta. 
that's are okay. So if you're if you're like I, I can't picture Alberta, picture Montana and right. like you know the, the plains. North Montana. <laughs> North Montana, yeah. It's I mean there's no trees. Um, I've been out there. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of hills, but like it's prairie. Yeah. Big sky country. Okay. Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's I just. I thought that was such a funny music connection. Yeah. You know, like. And so you didn't uh, get into fiddling until you were in your 20s. I, for yep. I forget if that was on the on-record interview or the off-record interview. Uh, but um, you got into Irish yeah. music. Yes. Were you playing any music before of any kind? I mean, I, I, I had the requisite, you know, two years of piano. Sure. It was painful and, yeah. you know, every kid hates and... Whatever. Um, and I mean, why, why but, do we keep doing? No, but doing here's the thing: is like yeah. I love to play the piano yeah. and just do what I want to do. Um, and my mom is kind of the same way. Like her and I are both terrible at classical, so I'm not classically trained. Yeah. What do we say? Grassically trained? Yeah. <laughs> trained yeah. in the grass. Trained in the grass. <laughs> um, yeah, and we just we just play music how we feel it and how we how we want to play it, and that does not work usually for classical sure. music teachers. So you, wait, so your mom plays? As well? She plays piano. She plays piano. Okay, great. Yeah. What would you play on the piano? What would she play on the piano? Like, oh, you know, like raggy stuff, or great. yeah, um, or waltzes, or or you know whatever theme pieces. I mean. Yeah, but not usually classical music. Yeah, yeah. sure. So, yeah. So, yeah, when you said that she's always been supportive of your music, it sounds like that support didn't really kick into gear. Until, well, you didn't have something you needed support in until yeah. uh, <laughs> later in life. Started playing, <laughs> yeah, Irish music. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Exactly. Do you ever get to play with your mom? Does she ever do you know backup what? for your fiddling? Or? Uh, we have done, doesn't work so well because she's not really a backup player, but Christmas time, we have a good time ah, having, right. a, you know, the family good. carol jam, which is good. always, you know, hilarious. Yeah, we got those too <laughs> yes. in my family, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So. Make it happen. Make it happen, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Let's play another tune. Sure. And then I want to ask you how you got, how you transitioned from... Irish into old time. Not that you're only doing old time now, but how you got on to play old time tunes. Sounds good. But first, what, uh, what's next? Um, I think we were going to do Flight of the Wild Geese yeah. by our Gray. Great. Yes. With the goose note. With the goose oh, note. Oh. Yes, the goose. Ah, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Good honking tune.
<laughs> what a cool tune. It is a cool tune. Put the honking, honking the chord in there if you remember to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I love that about old time music. It's like you mess up. Oh, well. <laughs> how, I, I'm curious for the, the fiddle nerds out there. How are you honking specifically? <laughs> what makes the honk? Are you, are you moving one finger one direction or the other? I mean, it's like a D and a G. A D and a G. And it's like sometimes you'll hit it and sometimes you won't. Sure. Right? And, and, and the more dissonant you can make it, I mean, like geese are not exactly lovely musical in instruments themselves. So there's a low honk and there's a high They're honk. They're grassically trained. They're grassically trained. Yeah. They're very much grassically trained. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, you, you don't have a specific plan when you're honking. You just have the, the will to honk uh, you when know you what? go up for those notes. The will to honk. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's more like, what's coming next? Because, you know, your brain's trying to think, like, where's the next phrase? And it's just like, remember to go up there. Yeah. <laughs> That's more of what's what's happening. Yep. Good. Uh, inspiring creatures. <laughs> so many fiddle tunes. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Love, love a goose. Yes. Yeah. Right up there with the chickens. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, you know, because you were asking about the Irish to old-time transition, if there's as many geese to, There's things like... There's bird tunes, you know, like curlew and stuff sure. like that, which are very pretty. I don't know if there's... Oh, there, there's a, there is a goose tune. It's kind of honky as well. One. <laughs> yeah. Well, when did you start playing old time? Because you didn't start your, at your first fiddle tunes. No. Um, in fact, the first fiddle tunes is the first time I heard old time. And it was just like, wow, what is that? Mm. It's crazy. Do you remember who you heard? Was it just no, casual playing? 204. Just a two. I mean, 204 is this like magic experience when it's that building was on literally, it's not literally on fire, but you know, like there's jams on the porches. Like I said, it was the hot year. So there was just people everywhere and they're dancing and playing. There's, you know, you open this door and like, what jams in there? Oh my God, Swedish. What jams in there? Oh my God, Quebecois. What's in there? What's that? It was old time, you know, like. So it was really, uh, it was really cool to hear that, and, and um, just a very different sound, very different feel. Um, didn't obviously didn't go home and start playing it, um, but the friend that had sent me to fiddle tunes, um, she also introduced me to old time, like actually playing old time, and so I, I uh, learned a few tunes and and started where we all do with. Things like Angeline the Baker. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and Julianne Johnson and whatever, those those tunes. Like, you know, um, actually, I have a funny story. Cause, so when I was learning old time, uh, we're back to Dan, my uh, my partner. We're walking through, like, have you been up to Denali? No. So it's just, you know, miles of wilderness. We're walking through a bog. And then he turns around to me and he goes... And then like stomps off, and I was like, "What's that?" He like, you know, shoved that pig's foot, right? Yeah. And he's like, "I know all your tunes." <laughs> You're a sleeper cell. Why don't you play music? Anyway, it was quite funny. So, so that's what was going on when I was learning yeah. old times. My husband was being exposed to it. He was learning the tunes too. Yes, but. Anyway, and then my, my partner also will sing fiddle tunes throughout the house. We'll lilt them. Do they yeah. play? Uh, they, yes, uh, ban banjo a okay. little bit. Um, but um, yeah, mo mostly I, I think they know the tunes 
Yes. Just because they're in their head. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's pretty funny. But anyway, so then, then I was still mostly playing Irish and, and then getting into old time. And, and uh, did we... I had that workshop with Erin. Oh, with Erin Marshall, Marshall, right, yeah. right. Because yeah. she, she also transitioned <laughs> from Irish to old time. And then she had suggested that I could dig a little deeper into the music, you know, beyond the Angela and the Bakers. And, sure. And, and just see, you know, what kind, you know, what was out there and if there's anything that would interest me. And, and that was sort of the spark to go listen to the old recordings and hear what was going on. And it was just this kind of discovery of... I mean, the variety for a start, you know, there's so many different styles of and of old-time playing and tunes and repertoires and, and ways of being, I think, you know, um, with old-time music. And it's just like, this is magic. Mm-hmm. It was really, really a fun discovery. How long have you and been playing now? Old-time. Old-time. Um, so that was, that was in early 2018 when she said that to me. So like five years, yeah. And how did you get in touch with Erin Marshall? She was coming through town, um, and she did a house concert, and I happened to know the woman who's doing the house concert, and so I came to the concert, of course, and um, then signed up for a a uh, class. And I remember I did, did this, like, no, sorry, not class, a uh, one-on-one, and I remember afterwards Aaron saying like why don't you stay for the next class and I was kind of like well I didn't have any money at the time and I was like I don't have any she's like you're part of the tribe she's like I love that Aaron thank you you're part of the tribe everybody's part of the tribe you were saying about the inclusivity thing right yeah yeah so I think at its at its best old time is yep pretty inclusive exactly so I like that about it yeah, it's very democratic, too, in many ways. You know, it's, you're not going to... If you're waiting for your solo, you're going to be waiting for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've gotten to the point in the interview where the next tune that we play is one that we hadn't already I know. So we <laughs> done should, in a botched should... recording. <laughs> yeah, what's the next one? Um, let me see. Dun, 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 dun. How about hanging around the kitchen till the cook comes home? Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. That's great. Another cotillion. It's good. To so, have. this is D and A, I think. Is that going to be okay for you? Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to change. Hanging around the kitchen till the cook comes home. Lyman and Motin. Oh, very good. <laughs> Thank you. 
I just love those tunes that go between two different keys. Because, okay, so you can imagine a dance at a dance. So like people were kind of flagging, and then suddenly it kicks up yeah. into another key. It's like, ooh, yeah. that's different. Yeah. You know, it has, has a lot of power to move people. So, so a cotillion, by definition, has a key change? I believe so, yeah. And, and does it always go to, to the five in that, in that same way? Because that other tune that we did yeah. also. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I'm not a music historian, so you're going to maybe have sure. people writing in going, let me tell you what a cotillion is. But anyway. They're welcome, they're welcome to. They're welcome to. <laughs> Go ahead, please, please write do. in. <laughs> if someone yeah. wants to come do an all cotillion episode. Good Lord. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Athena, this is so great. Yeah, this has been really super fun. Yeah. Um, just like tales from the trenches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this will probably make you laugh. So, um, my this my mom's side of the family, which the violin comes from, and the square dancing, and the you know the jamming and the barbed wire fence radio. That's her side of the family. My dad's side of the family is actually from West Virginia, and you know, with long the, the McCowns came over in seventeen whatever and and settled and I mean there's actually some historic sites that are associated with that family mm. and you know then my granddad left um wartime or whatever and my uncle recently moved back so my dad is like oh, I'm gonna go help your uncle move he, he's moved to Beckley and I was like hey dad while you're there like check out the local old time scene yeah. and you know take your auto harp and maybe play some tunes a lot and, of good music in Beckley well so this is he was like you have a mission go find the music so then he was like yeah well um i didn't i didn't find too many jams but i i heard about this this there's this festival in it's like the west virginia string band festival or something and i was like do you mean cliff top <laughs> yes that i've heard of that thanks you're supposed to find the local music <laughs> but he felt so proud that he'd like discovered this like Festival. Wait, did he go to it? No, he no, just, no. Yeah. He he just he just found out about it. Oh, I know. I just I thought I was like, oh bless. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I have heard of Clifton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my 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 own family. I think the my granddad's not super into you know old time music, but um, yeah. When I told him, I was like, hey, I'm learning a bunch of like you know traditional West Virginia tunes, Kessinger stuff, and and wine and and you know carpenters and 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 <laughs> my god i was like you mean jug music and i was like uh sure <laughs> that's not what i mean <laughs> close enough close enough yeah. exactly but you know at at his his funeral recently um i took my fiddle and i just i played some west virginia tunes i thought well you know Good. that's where he's from that's that's part of that's part of the history. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I had a similar moment when my grandfather died um, a few years ago, uh, where I played in his honor some some Oklahoma tunes. Oh. That's where he's from. Yeah, I didn't listen to that music growing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just listen to country gospel music, country, exactly, yeah. or bluegrass yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my granddad listened to swing because. That was the time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> jug, jug music. Jug music. You know? <laughs> like not even jug band music. Jug I know, music. jug music. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we have time, time for uh, one oh, more in the episode proper. 
What do you want to do for our final team? This is Last of the Mexican. Last of the Mexican. Great. Right. R- Rob Pine tune, and I know that him and Jim Mulaney are going to be recording it. I'm making oh, another follow up to Sweet Now. Amazing. That will be amazing. Yeah. So, so we hope to do it justice.
Support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. That's linked in the show notes along with links to my banjo lessons, my old-time trio Tall Poppy String Band, and my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. And don't forget to sign up for my Atunes Up the Neck banjo workshop at camerondewitt.com slash store. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.